Yiner Diaz plays hero. Chaz goes off, and they walk to a victory against game one of the next Lone Star Series game against the Rangers. Let's talk about this on tonight's Locked on Astros. Alvarez, it's a high drive center field. Beer leans back. This game is turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkStros. Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can you find you at? They can find me at H-Town Wheelhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Strohs411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Strohs. Guys, thank you for making Locked on Astros podcast your first listen throughout the whole trade deadline. It's coming up, baby. This is going to be exciting. Keep tuned in to Locked on Astros and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, and go and subscribe to us on YouTube. We've already surpassed 8,000. Now we're going for 9,000. Let's keep it going. And guys, uh, go ahead and check out Game Time. I know today was an exciting game. Uh, you got to watch the Astros with some late inning heroics versus the Rangers. But if you want to go to the game, download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tick tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So this was one of those games that is great because you won but if you didn't win this game it was gonna be like one of these oh why did dusty do this why did uh dubon not do this or or Belak uh sucks so bad in this game uh, there's so many different things that you could have blamed in this game but yiner diaz with the walk-off hit and then chaz mccormick with a heck of a day i, I don't know what else you could say uh, this was chaz's day and yiner diaz was the one that walked it off Man, what a game, Eric. I mean, look, this game, the way it started out for both teams, it was like both pitchers were trying to give the other team the advantage. I mean, the Rangers scored five runs in the first two innings. They added another run in the fourth inning. They've got they got five runs. Of course, the Astros had four at the time. Um, early on, I mean, this was like the longest first inning, I think, ever, it seemed like. Chas McCormick hits a ball that everybody thinks is a grand slam. MLB.com sends out that it's a grand slam. And then we find out, nope, it's a double. And so they scored those four runs. They went ahead and then they, they lost the lead. But Josh Jung came into the game ready to hit in the walks. The walks were really what was going to cause either team to sink or swim and they were both sinking i mean these were ships that had holes in it the entire time but Chaz mccormick as you mentioned and we'll talk about him in the in the next segment what a game he had because the rangers did not quit the rangers did not give up and what i love about this game eric is is this game in the last game that they played the last two games i'm, I'm gonna give you some of these stats on July 3rd, the combined runs were 23. The combined hits were 25, 11 extra base hits between both teams and 11 pitchers used three hours and four minutes. That game ended Houston winning 12 to 11. 
Tonight's game, Houston wins 10 to 9, 19 combined hits, 19 combined runs, five extra base hits combined, and 11 pitchers used three hours and 17 minutes. Now, if you would have told me that you could do a three-hour baseball game back-to-back times when you meet a team and you can have like 30 to 40-plus runs, I'd say there's no way. Those are five-hour games tops. So maybe the time time clock and everything is helping us a little bit. But we won these games, Eric, and I think that's what we have to focus on. This is a team, even without Seager, even without Garcia, is powerful. And you wondered what counter would the Astros offer if the Rangers offense came swinging and they met their match once again. Uh, definitely. And this is a game where a lot of people thought that Jordan Alvarez would return back to the lineup. And we'll have to talk about that a little bit later. But uh, definitely, Dusty Baker said that this is the win of the year so far. This uh, puts you within two games of the Texas Rangers. And uh, this was a game that was just back and forth. And uh, unfortunately, the Astros have had so many of these games recently where you had to basically out hit the opponent. But the Astros did. And uh, Chaz McCormick. Uh, I know that there's a lot of trade rumors out there, and I know uh, that he seems to be at the center of a lot of these trades. I really hope they don't trade him. I think he's becoming a big part of this offense. He's becoming a big part of this team if he wasn't already that big part. And I think that uh, what you're seeing is you're seeing just a birth of just – Chaz as an everyday player, uh, Chaz, Chaz, the guy that can help you for years to come. And that's what uh, Dana Brown has to decide. W- can you go out there and get a player that could be better than Chaz McCormick? And right now he's out there having fun and he's just, and he's excited. And you see, you could just see it in his face after he hit that home run and it's off a roll Chapman. I'm on a golf trip in Colorado right now. And I get a couple of the people are from Kansas city. And I said, thank <laughs> you. Thank you for, trading a role to Chapman to the Royals and uh, that way I mean to the te- to the Rangers yeah just so yeah. <laughs> we can go ahead and face them and um, who knows this, this could pay off dividends in the playoffs as well seeing hit the look on his face a familiar turn to the right over the right shoulder to the right center field part of the field I remember that so well when Altuve Altuve sends the Astros to the World Series and right. I had I had made the comment. I actually put both the videos up on Twitter on my on my personal page. And I said, Araldis Chapman loved pitching against the Astros so much that he changed uniforms into the division of the Astros. Can you imagine? Think about this, Eric. The ALDS or the ALCS between the Astros and the Rangers and Chapman's up. And we walk right. it off off of Chapman. And the Astros are going to the World Series off of Araldis Chapman. Again. Baseball gods. Can we make that happen? That would be phenomenal. But look, I love to see it. Yeah, let's look, do it. There, there are a lot of good things in this game. There are also probably some things that I know some people are concerned about. Jeremy Payne is down to 232 right now, Eric. Um, Wasn't he Jake batting Myers, ninth the other day? Yeah, and Myers is batting 222. But let's not get mired in the negative because Yanner Diaz gets up. Yanner Diaz didn't have a hit all game until – He's up in the walk-off spot. And I will say this, Jose Abreu should have been on base. Jose Abreu should have walked. That should have been bases loaded when he got that because that that fifth pitch that they threw him, that they called a strike, was not even close to the zone. So, right. so um, you know, he got robbed there. 
but you had a couple guy. You had you had um, McCormick and Tucker on. You would have had Tucker, Abreu, and McCormick all on base. Diaz gets up, and I love the way he hit it. He didn't hit a power bomb. He didn't hit light tower power. He hit an opposite field slap single. And what does Kyle Tucker do? Shows off his speed. If Kyle Tucker continues to be clutch like this, the Astros are going to say, "Why didn't we sign him last year?" <laughs> Right. I know you talked about it the other day. I didn't get a chance to do it, but that three home run game, man, it's just like oh. Kyle Tucker is just uh, turning on the cheat mode right now. And it's just like, he's on a whole different level and it's just, you love to see it. And so is Chaz McCormick and uh, Jake Myers in the outfield. Uh, that was a pretty bad little play. I know it didn't I mean the, the Rangers were going to score those runs anyway. We'll talk about the bullpen in a little bit, that little bullpen implosion. But, man, that, that was a kind of bad play there. But it just seems like sometimes it just – like you get frustrated with this team because this team, you know what the caliber of this team is. And it's just like you shouldn't be allowing – I know the Rangers are a great team and they're probably one of the best offensive teams in baseball. But still, uh, like – how how do you allow nine runs and it just it's frustrating at times to see the bullpen and Brandon Belak uh, I'm not going to be too tough on him he's actually had a great season up to this point and it's it's hard to uh, pick apart what he did today but it's still frustrating just to well, um, see his um, he's been doing so great and unfortunately today just was not that great. Well, you know, so he didn't get the decision. He's still two and one in July. It's still his right. best month. He's lowered his ERA every month. And I mean, it was the walks, Eric. It was, it was, it was the four walks and the five strikeouts. You can't have your strikeouts and walks equaling each other. Like if you have five strikeouts, you want zero walks. You have 10 strikeouts, you want maybe one walk. But the Rangers and the Astros both, each, each, each pitching staff had seven walks apiece. So the walks were something that hurt them. Things kind of got away from them a little bit, and it looked like the Rangers, maybe once they went up on top, maybe the Astros aren't going to scratch and claw back, but they did. You know, Maton and Stanek, um, they had they had uh, three walks between them. Phil had two. Stanek had one. All three of those runs that scored on Stanek's watch were credited to Maton. Abreu came in, looked good. Presley came in, looked sharp. And so he got the win. Um, but that's what your bullpen has to do. If one guy struggles, another guy has got to pick up the slack, Eric. Um, but, dude, I mean, walk-off win, Yiner Diaz, Chaz McCormick, six RBIs this game. Let's talk about that here in this next segment because I want to tell y'all about game time. Look, if you want to go to the game, I'm telling you, get the game time app, download it. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Forget planning months in advance. The game is tomorrow, or if you're listening on Tuesday, the game is tonight. Go get the deals right up to the day of the event, right before the event happens. Flash deals for tickets on football, baseball, basketball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guaranteed means that you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. Game time will credit you 110% the difference. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Download the Game Time app today. Create an account 
and simply go and purchase and use a promo code locked on and you'll get 20%. I mean, you get $20 off your first order. That's right, $20 off your first order at game time today. And don't forget that the Astros play the Rangers Tuesday night, 7, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Catch every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast, the Sirius XM on the, on the SXM app. Search Astros. So, Eric, you were sitting here making a great case, and I just want to say this before I have you add to what you're already saying about Chas McCormick. You mentioned him. You mentioned the words everyday player. And there has been a name that we've talked about on here about Luis Robert Jr. The problem I have with bringing in a player like that is I don't really think that they realistically will go get him. And I think to go get someone, quote unquote, better than where Chaz is right now, then you're going to have to spend to where it's going to hurt you longer and it's going to hurt more in the system rather than develop Chaz. Look, if Leon or someone wants to come up and challenge him for the spot, Quincy Hamilton, Zach Daniels, whoever wants to come up and challenge later on, that's fine. But he's making a mark. He's consistent. He's producing. And that's great. So, ta- I mean, I think he deserves to be the center fielder every day. Would you agree with me on that? Yeah, definitely. And uh, I know that we saw Jake Myers kind of make a step forward earlier in the season hitting wise. And I know he had a home run recently too, but it just seems like he's kind of regressing a little bit. I know Corey Jolks has been fairly consistent uh, as the type of player he is. So I think that if you're looking until you get some, another option, um, if that's Lou Bob, uh, Lewis Robert or not, uh, but I think, yeah, so I don't know what, Dusty Baker needs. I think Chaz McCormick is the guy in center field. If not, then you need to play him in left field or he needs to be in the lineup every day just because I I, I saw Yiner Diaz is batting six now and he's moving up in order. So I think that we're seeing kind of line up a little bit more what we want. Uh, so it just, it's just kind of giving the Astros a little bit more options, but uh, you can't argue what Chaz McCormick is doing recently. He's, got his OPS all the way up to 902 right now. He's batting yeah. 282. He had a career high six RBIs today. It could have been more um, if it wasn't, if the maybe the ball was a little bit uh, higher for a grand slam earlier in the game, but it's just what he's doing and he's excited. I haven't seen like a player like as excited as I've seen him in a while and he's playing with his passion and it's just like, I think that that's what the Astros have lacked at times this year Yeah, is that passion, you know, like um, Alex Bregman and the dugout stare and just the, you, but you should have walked me the, all that stuff. And that's right. what I feel like is missing from this team this year. And if you look at what Chaz McCormick is doing, he's doing the dances, he's doing the kind of staring at um, Julia Morales and uh, doing that type of stuff. And I think he's- we're trying to get that excitement going again. Exactly. And you, you need, so when I say this, I'm not saying he's George Springer. Okay. But you do you remember what kind of life George Springer was in the dugout and in the clubhouse? That's the same type of personality that Chaz McCormick has become. And I don't think he's become that before this point because he hadn't really been given a chance at this point. Guys like Jolks and Myers should not be starting over McCormick because of how hot he is. That's just all there is to it. And Yiner Diaz, 
insert him in as a catcher and, and your catcher doesn't have to bat ninth. I mean, I guess maybe you keep him ninth because I guess a Maldonado comes in, you don't want him batting fifth or sixth or whatever. But at the end of the day, Diaz, look, I'm glad Diaz is having success as a DH because remember his average is very different as a DH than when he plays a position. So I don't mind him getting that confidence, but I assume that um, Jordan will be back on Tuesday. We haven't heard anything official, um, but I want to move on to that because I don't, I don't want to just stick on this. Look, Chaz, great game. Good job, Yiner. You know, this is the Yiner-Chaz game. Um, but Dusty Baker did say after the game that this was the game of the year for them to this point. But before the game, he was asked, he was asked, why is Jordan Alvarez not in the lineup? And there are just sometimes Dusty says things, and I just, I, I'm just going to say this. I don't get it. Okay, I, maybe maybe he's speaking on a level that I just I, I I just can't get there. I just this is what he said. Hey, cue up the thoughts by Dusty. Okay, hold on, I wasn't. Let's ready. do that. Thoughts by Dusty. Dusty Baker said Alvarez is very close. He won't hit the field. He won't hit in the field today. Sugarland is off, so no rehab game. Yes, Dusty. They're in Vegas, and he's not with the team. So it's a non-sequitur point to say that he that Sugarland is off when they're already in Vegas and they're dressed like they're going to a casino. They had like a big dress-up flight. And so I just – there are things that when he says these things, they're just like, so when asked if Altuve will be activated about the rehab assignment, Baker said it's possible – Will he be activated without a rehab? He said it is possible, but they haven't discussed it with him yet. But to say what he did about he should have just said, look, we don't think he's ready to play. He's going to play Tuesday. But don't say he's off because Sugarland's off. He's in the dugout. Yeah. It just uh, doesn't make sense to me, man. He also said uh, pregame, he said, we're not sure if it's tomorrow or the next day. We've got to come out and test him some more and see if he's ready. And he, also he went said, three for nine. He he went three for nine. He almost hit a home run. He had a double. Michael Brantley, but he doesn't have a shoulder injury. I'm just I'm just saying, dude. Come on, man. We're y'all are killing us, guys. And then he also said we've been without him for a long time. So another day or two, even to give him and us confidence that he's 100. percent So in other words, Brett Chancy, you can wait. That's right. Someone says Dusty pulled a Joe Buck on that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised Dusty didn't say, you know, who's 21 years old. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry, man. Look, I, Dusty has, he has skin in the game that, that I would never have. I mean, he has a tenure in the game that not many people have. He He's played with the best players. He's taken five teams of the playoffs. He's won a world series of the Astros. There were just sometimes, you would like your manager to be more forthcoming. And I, I just think they don't, they don't think about their messaging, Eric. And I think sometimes their messaging is what gets people, the critics to jump all over them. I'm, I'm not jumping on Dusty for this, but it just doesn't make sense. Don't say that. I don't care if sugar lands off. He's not even with the team. So anyways, okay, I'll stop. I, I just, I just, that just really bothered me. I was like, I got to say something on the show tonight. 
All right, so uh, Jose Arquiti is pitching tomorrow for AA Corpus Christi, which is playing in San Antonio. So we do know that for sure. And so this will be his third rehab start. And so um, all we know is that Alvarez is really close. Uh, we know that Altuve possibly could be activated without a rehab stint. And we know that Arquiti is going to be starting tomorrow. That is your injury update with the Locked On Astros podcast. <laughs> Yes, sir. Or we maybe we should call that soapbox injury update. Soapbox injury update. Oh, breaking news: Alvarez Uh-oh. did some light running in the outfield, and oh. did and and was watching early hitting. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I was there after his first rehab start. He said he had no hesitation. He said he felt no pain. He actually wanted to join the team on the road. He said he was playing in the field the next day. You know what happened? He didn't play in the field the next day. He got a rest day. And then he thought once the Rangers came to town, he would play when the Rangers came to town. What did they give him? A rest day. So I just think sometimes these players, look, maybe the medical staff, I'm obviously the medical staff has more information than I do. I hope they do. Anyways, um, they need to work on oblique strains, but um I just, he was so sure, guys. Like, he didn't hesitate. It wasn't even, he didn't even bat an eye. And you know what I don't hesitate about? I don't hesitate where it is I go to watch the Astros dominate the Texas Rangers. I go to Hooters. When I want to hang out with my friends, I want to have some beers, I want to have some wings, I want to get served by the world-famous Hooters girls, I go to Hooters. You can go to Hooters if you're in Pearland, Galveston, Stafford, Humble, Katy, Pearland, anywhere in the Houston area, Seabrook. I mean, just check them out because Monday through Friday, they got deals that you can't beat anywhere else. Buy one, get one wings on Monday. Tuesday, $9.99 burgers and fries. Wednesday, buy one, get one um, boneless wings. Thursday, $19.99 wings and Big Daddy Bundle. Fridays, $19.83 crab legs. And anytime you can enjoy $3 Blue Moon drafts or $9.99 Michelob Ultra pitchers. No matter the occasion, Hooters is ready to make you happy and make sure that you go help them out in Pearland. They still got the toy drive is going through the 31st of this month, halfway to Christmas. They're collecting toys for tots, and they are also doing um, a bus trip in NASA on August 24th. There are still tickets available, so go check it out. Ask Rosie about that, and on August 5th, they have an ain't no thing but a chicken wing tailgate. Get your cook team registered today. When you want to go hang out with friends, when you want to have great grub and be served by the world-famous Hooters girls, go to Hooters and tell them Locked on Astros sent you. Why? Because Hooters makes you happy. The Astros do play the Texas Rangers Tuesday night, 7, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Catch every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search Astros. All righty. Um, so I've, I know I've been playing 18 holes of golf today. I'm a little bit tired, but there's been a little buzz today about a trade with the Mets uh, possibly going out. And there has been a little, um, how let's, I mean, I, I don't know anything, but how would you feel if Justin Verlander were to come back to Houston? Initially I'm like, bring JV back. Right. <laughs> like, we need help, okay? But, and there's a long but, all caps, maybe in italics, bold. What is it going to cost, player-wise, 
And how much of that salary are the Mets going to eat? Because I am not paying him $43 million to come back. Right. I wasn't going to pay him 43 to to stay. I may pay him 24 or 25, but the Mets got to eat like 20 of it. I mean, I'm sorry. Like Steve Cohen, we know you make two times more than the next richest owner. So you can handle that bag, son. So if we get JV, you better not take – if you take Chaz McCormick for Justin Verlander, I'm going to be pissed off. Don't be pulling that crap. Like, well, are you I, I mad just, at him or are you mad at the Astros for trading? I'm mad at the Chaz Astros. McCormick? I'm mad at the Astros because we just spent a whole segment pumping him up. <laughs> I Look, but if JV comes back, I need JV to be like – top JV. I need JV to be the best postseason JV he's ever been. You know, okay. I know what regular season JV can do. And JV, Justin Verlander is one of the best pitchers of our generation, hands down. First ballot Hall of Famer, no doubt. But that's right. the question that everybody asks when this is mentioned. What's he going to do in the playoffs? What's he going to do in the playoffs? And towards the end, he kind of helped out, but there was that game one where had we been playing a better team, that might have really set things in the wrong direction. So that's right here. Peyton says postseason JV question mark. So if the money makes sense, Eric, that's the first thing. Are the Mets going to eat, eat part of that salary? And who are we going to have to give to them as a result? I say go for a lower target. Lucas Giolito, Webb out in San Francisco, someone like that. I just say stay away from, from JV. But what do you think? Uh, well, I think, and this is something that Brandon and I have been talking about on Streaking Orange uh, a lot, is the fact that the Astros are one of the teams that actually have the wiggle room to take on some of that True. salary. And so if you go ahead and take on some of that salary of Justin Verlander, you can go ahead and you still have to give up something, but you won't have to give up a top prospect or a, a big uh, haul because – I don't know what Steve Cohen's trying to do. I don't know if he's trying to get underneath the Steve Cohen uh, luxury tax threshold or not. But um, I, it, I know I read something in Athletic that said that uh, rivals are saying that the Mets are going to have to eat the whole uh, salary. Then why wow. trade them? Uh, it be, if if they want to get a, a some good quality return, but then why trade them? Why not hold on to both Max Scherzer and Verlander for next year, hoping that they're good? So um, I think that they're trying to, to get underneath a certain. Uh, if they're not going to win this year, why are they paying for all this? So uh, I someone think goes, that it, if someone you, said, "What if they would take Montero?" <laughs> no, I. I do not think that they will take Montero and Montero is going to be a Houston Astro for a, a couple more years, fellas. So I think we, uh, maybe they can uh, do something in the third year, but I think he's here to stay, but uh, Justin Verlander, this is interesting case. He's four and five with the 3.47 year. A he has 70 strikeouts and 83 innings. I know he's not the same guy that had 300 strikeouts and 223 innings pitch, but maybe if he came back to Houston, he can find the fountain of youth again. So uh, we haven't heard any official rumors or anything. Right. Uh, there, there is talk. So. There is speculation. And, but I will say this um, on the Otani talk on the Otani front, I think a month ago, I, I was one of the few people that said, you know, the Orioles, are a team that is primed to pick up Otani because they've got the capital of players 
to hand over. And, you know, the Orioles are building something enough. And I don't know that they would sign Otani to a massive deal, but getting, but giving up the prospects that they would have to give up for that, I think they could survive, and that would make them a scary team. Astros fans, this is what you want with Otani. You want Otani to stay an angel. <laughs> you don't want him traded because if he's traded, he's going to a contender. If he goes to a contender, that means you're probably going to have to play against him in the playoffs. I don't want that. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how much I want to read into that. I know I still think that a deal with the White Sox is uh, very likely to happen. Uh, I think that just makes a lot of sense for the Astros. But I think that if you want to, I think that Verlander wants to come home. And I think that the Astros wouldn't mind bringing him home. Well, yeah. Crane, someone had mentioned here, you know, Crane, Wendy Crane, Jim Crane, they they all love the Verlanders. I mean, I remember right. a couple of years ago when I ran into Jim, you know, he was like, all they talked about was Ben Verlander. Oh, and Justin. And, and, and then when I met Ben Verlander and Mr. And Mr. Mr. And Miss Verlander, the Verlander parents, they talked about how much they love the crane. So there's a close relationship there, right. but Eric, why don't we just go get Giolito? Why don't we, why don't we get Giolito and Graveman from the White Sox? I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm okay at golf. I'm not great at golf. I just do it for fun. I'm just out here visiting some friends, and so um, I'm good. Oh at no, golf Eric golf, is. But... Eric is really good at top golf. But um, who had the higher score last time we played? Oh, shut up. We'll talk about that um, on the next show. We'll talk about how Brett owned Eric at top golf. No, but okay. seriously, I mean, do you do you see what I'm saying? Give yeah. me Graveman. Give me Giolito. Call it a day. Yeah, so I think the Astros are still trying to decide which route they're going to go. There will be some trades. The Astros, as they are right now, are not a uh, World Series contender. I think that they just need to go out there and make another deal um, and get something. And I think they are one, maybe two players away. They definitely need to make a – they don't have a rotation right now that would scare any – um, body in the postseason, so they need upgrade the rotation bullpen. We, I don't, I know you talked about it a little bit, but the bullpen looks a little bit scary at times. Stanek and Aton is just, I just like, think they're gassed. Yeah, I think they're gassed. And, um, it's it's been a tough year, but we, they did this tonight, Eric, without Jordan, right? They did this without Jordan. Gosh, big fellow, we need you back Tuesday, please, Dusty. Let the kids play, let the kids play. <laughs> So, I don't think Alvarez is a kid anymore. He is a big kid. Dude, what you know what I'm saying? This dude is a big teddy bear, bro. I'm telling you, man. What the, one of the nicest guys I've ever met in my entire life, major league players. Super nice. And looks you in the eye when you're when you're talking to him. You're not Alvarez. Yeah. Oh, if you want to treat, I'm serious. Go find and I, I don't know his wife. His wife has an account on Instagram. I follow his wife and him on Instagram. She made this amazing video of Jordan Alvarez over like Father's Day weekend. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this dude is father of the year. Like it, it was phenomenal footage of him and his kids. It was one of the sweetest things I've ever seen. So go check that out. All right. So tomorrow's game, it's going to be JP France with a five and three record and a 313 ERA. I don't know who.
He's going to be starting for the Rangers, but uh, JP France has been dealing recently. And I think that anytime JP France is on the mound, I've, I have a lot of confidence. And Matthew says, um, will or have any type of impact with the Astros? I think what uh, his impact will be will likely be eating up some innings and hopefully he can kind of redevelop into that guy that the Astros counted on in the postseason uh, two or three years ago, because that's what the Astros really need. So somebody's got to step that's up. Right. The real Slim Shady has got to step up uh, for this pitching staff this year because JV is not here. Garrett Cole is not here. You've got to have somebody else step up. And from Valdez can't do it all. Christian Javier is not the same guy. He's walking way too many guys. And so there's a, you, you have a whole bunch of question marks. And the Astros, if they don't address it at the trade deadline, you need somebody like Urquidy to stand up and say, hi, I'm the real Slim Shady. Hey, man, he's great. You know, Eric, this has been a great show, man. Thanks, thanks for jumping on, man. Um, you know, totally jealous of the weather you're experiencing in the golf course and all the fun out there. 96. So, it's not that much. Not that you're, much. Cooler. Eric, you're in the mountains golfing. Yes, it's better. Trust me. It okay. was 106 today, bro. All right. So, hey, that's all we got tonight for this edition of Locked on Astros. I'm H-Town Wheelhouse. He is Eric Van Heisman coming to you from anywhere in the world. Where in the world is Eric Heisman? Well, thanks for tuning in, bud. We appreciate you. We appreciate everybody coming in. Thank you for giving us a like. Every one of y'all, 300 plus tonight. What a crowd and what a win. The Astros are one step closer to taking back what's ours, the ALS title, because we have one thing on our mind, the World Series. The Astros play the Rangers Tuesday night, 7, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Catch every pitch of the Astros' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search Astros. And go Strohs. Let's go ahead and get to one game tomorrow, and let's kick some Ranger butt. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> you better play Jordan, Dusty. <laughs>